We gotta make this quick because I got worms in my car. What? <laughs> really? I do. Actually. What does that mean? So, <laughs> like they're they're the big reds. Lloyd? Maybe those rings will be just came out and your love will let them alert. If you feel a juicy, then take a moment and listen to the IFNC podcast. Welcome to IFNZ Podcast, episode 122. I about said just 22. We're way past that. Are we? We are. Like a hundred so, more past that. So, even. so far past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy. Every every week a new episode comes out and that number keeps going up. It's, it's wild. weird how numbers and math work. <laughs> you would think that you, a math genius, I, <laughs> with a 149 IQ, oh, gosh. <laughs> would no. know how that works. Uh, I'm looking up to see what episode 22 was. <laughs> what, we were, what were we talking about? 100 what, episodes. What was 100 episodes ago? What were we talking about? In the meantime, I got to tell you a little inspirational story. Mm-hmm. So American Idol has started recently. Ah. I knew I was waiting for the cue. Um, and so I was watching it last night mm-hmm. and uh, Sir Lionel Richie was on there. You know, he got knighted. Yeah, uh, I didn't really, but I didn't think so. Why not? Uh, and if uh, anybody deserves it, he does. He made a, a, a comment that that spoke to me in, in my in my loins, in my heart. In my what's your loins are, is not your heart. Nope. Uh, your heart loins he said and this isn't a direct quote because uh i wasn't listening that closely but it was we'll say it is though (laughs) chad Uh, schubert directly quoting lionel richie from (laughs) american idol last night he said walk right up to what makes you uncomfortable and then take and take the next step forward Mm -hmm. and i was like ah that spoke to me because like Mm -hmm. he was talking to somebody that was kind of introverted and i'm a little introverted not at all um and so (laughs) i am a lot uh, but, uh, but so I was like, oh, I like that a lot. Like take that next step, try to like do something you're not used to doing. If it makes you uncomfortable, you're doing it the right way. Like you're, you're getting a little, and not like in a, if you, if, it, if I'm making you uncomfortable, then I'm doing it the right way. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that does not speak well in, in today's Your culture. Smells great. <laughs> you're but, making me really uncomfortable. Good. <laughs> I'm doing it right then. But like, you know, you we're we're in a in a situation where like we have the ability to reach out to people and and sometimes they just don't take it and don't take opportunities and seize opportunities because it's like what if something happens but like something cool might happen out of it and uh especially in like the music side of things it's like you have to ask for a show you have Mm -hmm. to ask for to do a show with somebody like you have to ask you have to ask a guest on like you have to do those kinds of things Mm -hmm. Uh, cause it's going to better us and it's going to, and, but like, sometimes I get in my own head and I'm like, well, what if they say no? I think so the, what if they say the no? only time it's a, a bad idea is if it's like you've asked somebody out that you work with and then they said no. And then you ask a second time and then it's sexual harassment. Yeah. I don't know if like anything relationship wise, it, that's a good necessarily totally falls into this category. <laughs> you think? Yeah, you never know. I mean, if you're an introverted person, but you're really into like the idea of potentially wanting to do some anal play with your wife or <laughs> or spouse or significant other, then you would never know unless you ask. Unless you ask, that's true. And but you, what that's if, the most person, the person that you should probably be the most comfortable around. Yeah, is your significant is a other? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, or a hooker. <laughs> you know, whoever, whatever you're into, you might go to an old fashioned rub and tug. I mean, yeah. you never know. You know, I mean, you might be the introverted person that's just like, I'm at a rub and tug, but I might not ask. 
to to get tugged. But I mean, I probably that would be me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But there's been like 40 <laughs> other persons that this person's touched their ding dong from, you know, just before you were in here. And why would you not just ask? I mean, you, you're fair. just another client in their eyes. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hundred episodes ago, yeah. episode twenty-two. Shad can't drive fifty-five. Oh, that was twenty-two. Uh, God, I yeah. felt like that was in the fifties. We're uh, we're rapidly approaching the end of the year, and the guys are still answering one hard-hitting question: Is Shad an asshole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember that. We can we can reflect on this a little bit. So, you, do you remember why I can't drive fifty-five? Yeah. Do you remember the story? Yeah, that was something to do with, something to do with the uh, you were in a um. Uh, a construction zone? Was that it? I, it can Was be. Was it something like that? Specifically, it can be, yeah. I think it had a lot to do with me driving the speed limit. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Yes. And people getting mad at me and like... Yeah, like, like going <laughs> There to, being a line of I, people behind The reason me. I said that was... Be, the, the thing was because I think we mentioned in that episode, you said something... It was something to the effect of like going 45 in a construction yeah. zone. And I said, our cousin... Went sixty in a construction zone and got a, a high high price ticket. Yeah, so it does not pay. No, it doesn't. Yeah, and uh, and there was a part of me that enjoyed that, like that frustration. Is that, is that the episode episode where I think you started and you said, "I think I might be an asshole," and I said, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> it still stands to this day. Still true. Oh, still man. true. Oh man, we've got a lot of news that we could we could potentially cover today for sure. Um, we might not, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna start off by telling you that we got to make this quick because I got worms in my car. What? <laughs> really? I do. Actually. What does that mean? So, <laughs> like they're they're the big reds. Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting a worm farm. <laughs> we got worms. <laughs> That's what it's called. Uh, yeah, no. So at work, um, we we do like fun things every once in a while. And I had to think. I of, wish I had that at my job. <laughs> I had to think of an activity to do. And so we wanted to do a sour. Can you guess what I'm holding? <laughs> a sour gummy worm eating contest. Mm. And because reds, some people, uh, some people aren't as tolerant to uh, sour gummy worms, okay. as others. And so I was like, oh, that would be like a fun, like however many sour gummy worms you can eat. <laughs> so the substitute was getting real worms. <laughs> so <laughs> I upped the ante. Oh God! So you, so the whole premise of this game is there's a plate with a uh, with worms with sour gummy worms in yeah. it, and it's one of those like sectioned plates. Yeah, yeah. And you can't use your hands, uh-huh. but in one of the other sections is going to be your real worms. And so when you mo- go down to like put your face in the plate, you might be you touching real worms, worms like right face. in front of your eyes. That's gross. <laughs> so it's not like you're not eating those worms. No, but you're gonna be really close to those worms. Yeah, they might they might reach up and touch a face. And the it's a good thing that Do somebody you work with got people that like would be scared of this. I don't think anybody would be scared of it. You know what I mean? Like very uncomfortable being oh, that close. Yeah. I'm hoping so. You? That, that's would me? you be that like that uncomfortable being that close? No, but I probably won't do it. Oh, you? <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, uh, whoever Look bought, at these fucking idiots, <laughs> whoever bought the containers, uh, bought deep ones. So mm. like the worms really don't have as good of a chance right. of like they can't crawling reach. over. Yeah. yeah, they're called big reds or something. I think that's what when I said big mm. reds, delicious. Uh, they are. Love I got the them. Got them at the Rule King. On my on my way over here, actually, that's why they they are actually in the car. Um, I got a got a. Do you want to bring them inside? 
Is no. the cold bad for them? I don't know anything about worms. I don't know if that. I you might want to go grab them. I think they're okay. Okay. They we'll were in a cooler. Okay. They were in a refrigerator. An igloo cooler. <laughs> they're like at the Rule King, there was a there was a they yeah, were in yeah, a they keep them in fridges. Yeah. So I figured yeah. my car isn't. Not much I don't different. know. I didn't know what the temperature of the refrigerator is or what the temperature is outside now. I think it's like 35 outside. Okay. So it's not quite freezing, which is what you, you looked keep. at your watch. It's a smart watch. Uh, it does. Sometimes it has a temperature on it. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Like right now it doesn't. There's like just two dashes. Where How the unreliable. <laughs> I think you is have to like connect. based off of Wi-Fi or. No, I think you have to like have it connected to your to phone. Your, okay, I, I don't you. know. Who I knows? Gotcha. I, uh, I'm not. I like having a watch more than I thought I would. Yeah. Uh, but I don't use all the bells and whistles uh, that I thought I would. So, you know. Uh, As you had uh, previously stated, very heavy news coming up. A lot of of stuff. Obviously, one of the first ones we have to talk about. Square Enix is bringing the Kingdom Hearts series to PC for the first time ever. Not a console-exclusive franchise anymore. Yeah, they went from Um, like two years ago, not mm -hmm. even, a year ago. Yeah. Or was it? Yeah, I guess... About a year ago, they were a PlayStation exclusive. Mm-hmm. And now... It will never be on Xbox ever. Yeah, and now it's on Xbox. <laughs> they got a game that released on Switch. Yep. They got everything coming to PC. And yeah, it's on the, on, the ex, on the Epic Game Store as an exclusive. So you will have to get that that EGS uh, to be able to play. It won't be on Steam. And Epic Games is... Uh, that's the Fortnite people, right? Yes. Okay. I was making yeah. sure. I was like, that, that seemed like a weird team-up. But I guess... It's not really that weird of a team up. No, 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 no. I mean, not necessarily because of like Fortnite. Just the Epic Game Store itself is now like it's 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 its own entity. Like it's basically like another Steam. They oh. sell all kinds of other shit I on there. I didn't realize that. If you're on there as a regular uh, as a regular member, um, or, or like you just have like initial login, uh-huh. I think they have like uh, monthly games that you can buy or that you can download for free and stuff that they mm, have, uh, have available as well. Um, but that means uh, all of the games, Kingdom Hearts HD uh, 1.5, 2.5 Remix, uh, and the 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, and Kingdom Hearts 3, including the Reminded Download mm-hmm. uh, DLC, and uh, Kingdom Hearts Melody, all mm-hmm. of it coming on there uh, March 30th. So it's not a very long wait for everybody to be able to snag it and actually play it on PC. And they're at like the highest price point. Like they're all like listed at like mm-hmm. 50, 60 bucks for yeah. whatever they are. I'm pretty sure both collections are 50, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. I think the the Kingdom Hearts 3 that they're selling on there is With going the to be 50 or 60 because 60, of the, yeah. it has the reminded on there. And then Melody, Melody is, a brand is new still title, 60. Still so, so yeah, 60 yeah. Still. So, I mean, Got it right at the highest little price point that you yeah. possibly get at to. <laughs> but I mean, if you've not had it, or if you're a PC only player, mm-hmm. or just interested in like I, this, this will open up the window for people to like potentially mod it and shit too, and whatnot as well. So they could always do specific things or throw in additional characters or whatever. Just people, you know, soft modding the game. I mean that that opens up endless possibilities for something that's you know legally for the first time on. On PC. Oh, I was like, legally, what do you mean? But yeah. I guess... I like emulators yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. always been like PS2 and PS3 emulators right. for yeah. years. Uh, so we got a bunch of uh, movie uh, news uh, for like adaptations and castings and stuff like that that have kind of come down the pike. I think we might have maybe briefly mentioned a couple of times in the past uh, a couple of people that have been announced for The Sandman. Yeah. Uh, Netflix series. But now we have like a full seven character uh, stint. They've already started now uh, the principal filming for the project as well. Gotcha. 
So we're well on our way to actually getting it. I thought it was kind of odd that there were certain characters that they haven't announced. I'm not sure if it's because like they're just you know bigger people maybe or something. Probably, they just yeah. Kind of hype it or a little bit like you know you would think like out of the people they've announced or something like maybe Death would be in there because she's fairly prominent in that whole first book as well too. No, you know, she's so. just in the last episode, does she not? In the first, in the in, in the in book. issue seven or eight, the uh, it was like the feeding the pigeons thing, yeah, right? That's the very last that's the episode. Only, that's the only yeah. thing. Okay, and by episode so, I mean issue. They issue. might not even cover that. No, and because it's really not like tied into that storyline at all. It's just kind of like the summary. Yeah, uh, the sound of her wings uh, issue. So like I, I imagine that if they were gonna do death at all, it was gonna be on that that final episode, like a tail end. Kind yeah, of thing. and and they may not even do that at all. It'd be kind of cool to like have him sitting on the park bench and like her say something and you sure. hear her voice but you never actually see her and that's like the end of the season yeah or something that'd be kind of cool like be cool kinda, or if they just left it completely unannounced they already had somebody maybe picked out and they were just like she comes in sits down and that's the first time you hear about it right you know? yeah that way you're kind of like oh just shit, a, this a, chick's and you know and then you kind of like throws you off a grogu kind of situation where it's like yeah. we didn't tell you anything and right. now you've got a, a small yoda character mm-hmm. in the story that oh that'd be really cool to tie that into that universe <laughs> not, not that specifically. I know. I, I just meant like though specifically though. Just get if Grogu like, was just there sitting next to that guy, it's just like Angelina Jolie just like shows up as a death. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, so we've got uh, we have uh, Tom Sturridge who's going to portray Morpheus, mm-hmm. uh, which we already knew about. Gwendolyn Christie we talked about uh, is going to portray uh, Lucifer. Um, yes, she is of Game of Thrones. Uh, Captain Phasma. Fame. Captain Phasma. Fame. <laughs> Uh, Boyd Holbrook as the Corinthian. Mm-hmm. After I saw a picture of him from another property, and it was side by side of a photo of the Corinthian with like the same kind of glasses right. on, I was just like, "Holy shit!" It's like this. This was like made for him. Like yeah. he looks exactly like that guy um, from that thing. Uh, Charles Dance, who uh, will be playing uh, Roderick Burgess mm-hmm. uh, from the Cult, I think, right from I the see. House from the very first book. Oh yes, yes, yes. Sorry, he's, I thought- he's the older, the one that passes on, not the son. You know what I'm uh, talking about? Yeah, Roderick is the is the original old man that yeah. like captures, and that's uh, that's played by uh, Charles Dance, who is also on um, Game of Thrones as well as uh, as Tywin Lannister. A lot of throners, a lot of throners thrown up in here. So we're gonna call them throners. <laughs> uh, who do we have? Uh, Vivian Amichipong, uh, who's gonna play Lucian. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought that was a, a good casting. I like the the, yeah, the gender swap cool. on there. Yeah, that's that's uh, gonna be makes sense. That's definitely a, really awesome. That's a Lucian's a, a pretty cool character to just as long as you nail that uh, that personality. Mm-hmm. I feel like it almost seems Maybe. like which it was before the time of when did like the the, uh, the first initial issue start. Like what year? Yeah, I think it's like an eighty-eight, eighty-nine yeah. book, if I'm not mistaken. Which is weird. I, to me, I was going to say it was like it's the the character of Lucian, I guess, almost seems like identical to the librarian character from that Anthony Michael had played in Buffy. Oh, I'm not familiar. Yeah, you know, that, that that like it was like like the way that he looks and stuff almost seems like that. And I was like just like, was I wonder if it's like out of that. almost seems like it was like meant to be like of the same time frame, like the way that he is. And I guess if you would have had a younger Anthony Head that would could have portrayed him, it would have almost been like, oh, this was like basically written for him, kind of a thing, because he seems 
like he is like very much that kind of a like very that character and the kid just it could just be like they wanted their that was their inspiration was like sure. we want a lucian type librarian yeah. for it which makes sense you know that that that's kind of the direction that they that whedon went for whenever we whenever he wrote that but yeah. um because he kind of pulled all kinds of inspiration from that could have yeah um but yeah, and I mean the, the the gender swap and 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 having her play that character, I think it's going to be really yeah. cool having that. What would you say? You said as long as they do, as something. long as they they nail the the character, like the yeah. the personality of Lucian for sure. Just kind of that like worried, like kind of like uh, kind of. And then the, the last two that we have is uh, Sanjim. Uh, I'm gonna. I hope I don't butcher the name. Sanjim Bakasar and Asim Chaudhry. Uh, who are supposed to be playing Cain and Abel, yeah, uh, respectively. Um, Which I, I saw that and I was like, well, yeah, they should be like uh, of like kind of a Middle Eastern uh, descendants because that like truly that's kind of Cain and Abel. It is like the first the it is the Cain and Abel from the Bible, and they're they're Middle Eastern characters, and yeah. so uh, the fact that they're portrayed as that, like I just like, like that was a really smart casting choice sense. to do it that makes way. Complete sense. So Absolutely. I, I thought I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad that they mm-hmm. they did that. And and you know, I think Neil Gaiman had even kind of given everybody a heads up, like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna diversify this cast more than the bunch of kind of white dudes, I guess, yeah. if you will. Uh, that's in the comic book for the most part. Uh, we're gonna do a lot more to that. We're gonna make it more modern mm-hmm. and for that side. And I was like, so far. None of the choice the choices are yeah more diversified, but they're yeah they're really kind of more make sense. You gotta yeah you Gwendolyn, kind of Gwendolyn Christie like with with her me thinking about the way that she looks at, in in Game of Thrones yeah. in particular kind of almost looks very similar to the way that we have Lucifer portrayed in the comics in general anyways, yeah. which I know is meant to be like more Bowie esque yeah. in the sense, but she kind of actually has that appearance, yeah. you know, from that, that game of Thrones. And after I was thinking about it, I was just like, yeah, she could totally like easily pull that off. Well, and it's funny. Cause like if they ever decided to do a wicked and divine, uh, adaptation to screen, mm-hmm. like that's like their Lucy is kind of, I imagine that Gwendolyn Christie doing mm-hmm. almost a, like she's an older, she's older than Lucy is portrayed in, Wicked Divine, obviously, right. but kind of almost like the older version of that mm-hmm. is like they're probably gonna just kind of have like shorter hair and be a little more slick, uh, gender kind of a fluid, thing. a little yeah. bit on that side of things. Um, and I was like, oh, like they're kind of going that direction, which is cool. Yeah. And and Bowie's kind of that way, anyways. Like based on that's the fact that they based it on a character like that who isn't really playing the gender norms, yeah. anyways. I think he's never really flat out came out and said anything, but he seemed for the most part, like any of his characters were very gender fluid. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it be like Ziggy Stardust or leading into the nineties where it was very short cropped hair and slicked back and stuff. But the way he would dress, the way he would act is Mm -hmm. very, very gender fluid constantly. Absolutely. Um, We have the Borderlands movie that was announced. It actually is being directed by Eli Roth, um, which I thought was kind of cool. Is that, is that a scary thing? Because he isn't Eli Roth typically a horror guy. Typically, yeah, but I think he Not just he, he probably maybe he was a fan of the franchise as I far. As, I mean, Borderlands has been out now for probably eight to ten years. I would four hundred years for hundreds of years. Uh, we have Jack Black is going to be cast as the voice actor for Claptrap, who is like a little robot sidekick that you have in there. Um, also, other A listers that have been cast in this, Kevin Hart. Uh, Kate Blanchett and Jamie Lee Curtis, hmm. all cast in roles so far that we know of. 
Um, so I'm excited to see where like, they kind of go with for this. It? Like video game movies are notoriously not good, but yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I think that it probably has enough of legs to the story behind it is kind of meh ish anyway. So I think that they could have, if you have him a good enough writer working with Eli Roth, I think it could kind of get something to, to kind of go off. of. What is the general premise of borderlands? I've never played it. The only thing I know is like the guy with the gas mask of like the fingers, like yeah. guns, finger guns. So it is, it's very obviously like post-apocalyptic wasteland, you know, a la Mad Max, if you will. Um, the whole premise of like the first game is there's this vault that holds uh, like these like raw materials and some of like, the world's greatest secrets. And it's in this, this land. I can't remember the name of it. I want to say it's like Genova or something like that or okay. whatever it's called. And the whole premise of it is that your characters that you portray, cause it was always like a multiplayer game. Like you co- cooperative multiplayer, not like versus, but like one to four people playing together to do this. Mm. Um, and all of these groups of raiders and all these different people are trying to get to this vault to open it up, to get the stuff that's inside basically. And I can't remember. I, I feel like if I'm not mistaken, that like the inside of it is actually like this AI and this AI that is there is knows like everything, like the secrets of the world. Basically, it's mm-hmm. it's it's learned and adapted and gone throughout time. And that kind of like leads into what would eventually happen in the course of Borderlands 2 and, and further on. Huh. Um, and it's full of all kinds of like amazing, quirky characters. That's what I'm saying. When you think of like. Uh, characters from like Mad Max, not just Max himself, but I mean like from uh, from which one is it? Not Road Warrior. Is it Road Warrior? What's is the second one? Mad Max, just called Mad Max. Does it have another name? I the third know. one's Thunderdome. Correct. I've um, never seen the movies. I guess maybe it's just Mad Max. I can't remember off the top of my head. Whichever one it is, the one of them that has the guy that's like really giant and huge and he's got the mask on that kind of looks like jason but he's like mostly naked and he's just got like black like thong on oh, okay. he's got a little uh a, a little person that's there like with him that's dressed up in like leather and mm. stuff too mm-hmm. and he does the walk over like big quote like it's a big huge speech and stuff like you have these very enigmatic uh charismatic uh characters that are okay. in there and that's kind of what like they do not just with your hero characters but with like villains and stuff as well like those uh raider characters that you see that are on the cover they have oh, like big okay. leaders that are always like really huge you know charismatic uh villains and stuff mm-hmm. like that so that's kind of what the series is known for gotcha. i guess the biggest villain of any of them was what came out of like uh borderlands 2 his name was handsome jack and he kind of has the uh, the Joker aesthetic to him of like Joker stapled faces, oh, you know, stapled face to his back to his uh, skin and stuff of that kind of aesthetic. But he's just like, I'm handsome and I know it. And I'm also like a shit bag because I own this company that's going to take everything out of that vault kind I of see. a thing. Um, huh. Yeah, it's 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 I think it could do well if they give it like the they could even give it like a little bit more up the ante of the story, I think. Gotcha. Um, and the last one was uh, The Last of Us, uh, the HBO adaptation. We know that we are getting uh, Bella Ramsey. Another throner. Another throner. <laughs> uh, as the role of Ellie, um, which <laughs> every picture they show of her is like 
her in the Game of Thrones era she's when she was like younger. 10 to 12. Yeah. And now she's like of the age. Like she's almost like 15, 16, I think. She's 18. She's 18 now? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So she's supposed to portray somebody that's like 14. And it seems I think like Ellie's supposed to be like 14, a, 15. She's got a younger look to her. Right. So, so any picture pull. that they show is from whenever she's younger anyways. So it's just like she looks like she might be too young. But then now it's like you look at the pictures now and it's right. just like now she's a little bit older. Her teeth aren't kind of like, I mean, like she, every picture's like, she's got kid teeth. She's oh. got like, she doesn't look like she's got like, she's got kind of a weird smile and stuff like that. That's all the shit that I've just been hearing online. I'm just like, look at a normal picture of her, like from now and days and stuff yeah. like that. Not when she was on Game right. of Thrones seven years ago. <laughs> uh, and then Pedro Pascal making a comeback. <laughs> making a comeback. <laughs> Also a throner. <laughs> not 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 like he's not in the forefront of everybody's mind. He's working. <laughs> he is working he is working so hard. <laughs> yes, another throner, which I forget about because he was in one season and died. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, I don't I don't know any of that. Yeah, I oh, thought that he's like the main character. No, no. He was Oberon Martell in season five. Okay. And he fights uh they call the the the, the episode's called The Serpent in the Mountain, and he fights uh the mountain, who's this giant gladiator type character and stuff. And he ends up killing the mountain who comes back as an undead creature, but the mountain kills him too, right before he passes away. Oh, I see. And a fucking brute, like he crushes his skull, like thumbs to the eyes and it's like actually bursts open. It's fucking gross. Huh. And uh, yeah, his character is really awesome though. <laughs> really cool guy. <laughs> really cool guy. Last about, you know, like eight episodes into dad. <laughs> hey, Shad, I was, uh, I was uh, looking online. Yeah. And I found an article that a said. Clothing? Uh, yeah. A tank top? And it was on the back of it. It said, the Can't Get Rights have a new two-songer coming out. <laughs> what? On <laughs> an article? Yeah, of clothing. <laughs> on a tank top on the back of it. Wow. Yeah. How did the news reach that far to that tank top? I, dude. It travels I was, fast. I was on the dark web. I don't ah, even know. That makes so much sense. Yeah, uh, the Can't Get Rights have a first original release. We've done covers. We've released them to the world. You can go check them out. But these are two songs that uh, Thomas and I, the the two parts of the Can't Get Rights, uh, released. Uh, it's called Light the Fuse. Light uh, the Fuse. And it is, uh, it's out March 1st. Is uh, that a line in one of the songs? It is a line in one of the songs. Nice. Yep. Yeah. I like so, how you did that. Yeah. It was, we, were, we were trying to figure because uh, two songs, Imperfect Timing and It's Time to Evolve are the two songs that are on there. Do we have a way of listening to said music? Where where are we going to be able to get this at? Uh, you're going to get it everywhere. everywhere? It's going to be on Spotify. Spooper? It's going to be on YouTube Music. YouTubers? It's going to be on Amazon. It's going to be on... Where else do you find music? I forgot. iTunes. iTunes. Yes, that's an important player. Yeah. Yep. Deezer. Uh, <laughs> anywhere else uh, you know i see these are advertised a lot i don't do know really? a single person that uses it i don't either um but yeah it's gonna be all over we title we, uh it's gonna be on title music i don't know Jay-Z's, if it's gonna be on title uh, is title format? still active i don't i don't think so i think he's probably <laughs> shut it down by now uh there are a lot though it's gonna be international the international release international waters. um and so it's March 1st is our release date, mm-hmm. which is the day of this episode dropping. Nice. Um, underneath this, you'll hear a, a snippet of one of the songs. Underneath it all. Yep. And uh, and then on the back side of this episode, you're also going to hear one of our songs. So I uh, I hope that you enjoy those. And if you do, 
let us know. Like it on on uh, all of the social medias. Um, I think you can even pay for it if you want to. But I mean, you're already paying for a streaming service, most likely, just to listen to it on there for free. Um, do that. But yeah, uh, super excited. This is coming out. I can't wait to hear this on the backside. I love listening to things on my backside. I, what? <laughs> can't get rights. Love music? You know Shad and I do. And we've got some new music news so important, we've got to do it in an ad. Sad Max from Reverend Peyton's big damn band fame and an awesome musician in his own right now has a Patreon page. And on this Patreon page, magical things are happening. Sad Max is creating a Southern Illinois record label called River to River Community Records. Every month, if you're not sure how the Patreon thing works, Max is releasing recordings and music videos of himself, along with getting the River to River Community Records releases at cost. And that's just the $1 tier. And at the $5, you get monthly concerts from Sad Max. Past that, there are hand-tied lures, stained glass art, and all kinds of other things. It's awesome to have someone shining the light on local talent of Southern Illinois, because there is a lot of cool musicians around us. Check out Sad Max's Patreon page at patreon.com sadmax. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Sad Max. Tim Burton. Netflix. Live action. Wednesday Adams. Heard about it? I have heard about it. It's happening. It is. I, I thought when they announced this, I was thinking, Tim Burton That's doing like, Adams Family. He They already announced. Right. That Whenever I first saw was. the poster, I thought it was just, just like fan art again. Uh-huh. Until I realized it was like, oh, this is like actually the first principal poster for it. Oh, they did actually release a poster mm-hmm. for it? Yeah, it's actually, it's like a silhouette of like an animated Wednesday. And she's playing a violin, but with like a knife. Oh, okay. And it's like cut the strings. See, I uh, I think that it will be cool because I want to see a different story. Sure. I don't. I was I was not really excited about there being another Adams Family story going on with the current animation property going right. on, but when they announced that it was going to be a Wednesday story, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Like, yeah, we have live action too. We haven't really explored what these kids do when they become adults. Yeah. Like, and hopefully, we do that a little bit more. I uh, I'm waiting any moment for Tim Burton to not be attached to this project and to not have a job anymore. Because I keep hearing like little stories about how he might be kind of a shitbag. Yeah. And I don't know if people will put up with that anymore if he is still a shitbag. Yeah. But I keep hearing like a little bit of him throwing like temper tantrums and stuff. And I'm like, I like Tim Burton, but Mm -hmm. I. I think you get a little bit of that too whenever after like post, she kept it really secret for a long time. But I think. After Holland uh, a lot. After she him. left and stuff, I think that that was like part of the rumor was they got in like arguments constantly and he was just yeah. kind of a, a, a kind of short fuse, short fuse yeah. selfish little bitch, didn't yeah. care for her as much as she cared for him. Right. And well, and like, it was just kind of that whole relationship. Even, and you get, you watched it, the, uh, the uh, movies that made us when they did the, the Nightmare Before Christmas one. Did you watch yeah. that? Yeah. And at one point in time, they didn't really focus on it a lot, but like, he got real mad about them like not getting something right, and he like kicked a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that was his one of his first big projects, and he had that kind of attitude." Yeah, what's he like twenty five years down the road? Three, twenty, thirty. I feel years, like whatever. it's probably. I don't know that it's 
like escalated from there. Yeah. Maybe it's like, hey, I've kind of mellowed out over the years. Hopefully that. Like maybe it was meant to escalate. It's mellowed yeah. out over the years, but he still throws temper tantrums. Yeah. So I, I, I really, I used to like a lot of, I like a lot of his old projects. I don't say I used to like him, but you kind of like the same style kind of gets old sure. every once in a while. So like I, I haven't been a giant Tim Burton fan in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when it lost me. Like I know, like the I dropped the, out after like before a little Charlie before. Chaffin factory uh, wasn't. I, I that was fine by me. I dropped out uh, a little before Dark Shadows. Yeah, I, I ended up watching watch Dark that. Shadows. I forgot and it was that. it was okay. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of like resurgency people about like talking about that online again. Really, I don't know what it is about it, but then there are people like that were like saying like as they were growing up, like kids that were. They grew up and like mm. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. That was their Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when they were like seven or eight. And then Dark Shadows came out when they were like 13, 14. And now that they're like in their 20s yeah. and stuff like that, they're just kind of like, oh, this movie was like all for really? me, you know, kind of. And that's like, that's their thing. Like, kind of like how we might be with like Beetlejuice and, you know, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and right. stuff like that. that was like our thing when we were kids yeah. and stuff. And that was our Tim Burton. I stuff. forget about that. Yeah. So that's kind of like how their that was their coming of age thing. You mm-hmm. know, like Edward Scissorhands wasn't theirs. They like it and it's cool, but Dark Shadows was theirs and it's got a lot more popularity coming back. And I was just like, maybe I should give it a second chance. But when I watched it, I was just like, nah, you got to have that nostalgic flavor for it, I guess. Like you yeah. got to be like wanting that. Well, um, I don't know that he's it, – it, it's only posted that he's, like, technically directing this for these okay. episodes. It doesn't say he's writing and directing. So gotcha. I'm not sure who the writer for the property is, but we do have some of a brief plot synopsis. I don't really? know if you've heard it. I have not, not, no. Um, so this it. is technically a coming-of-age story. Okay. She's actually still in school. Oh, okay. Um, so the series is focusing around Wednesday's attempts to master her emerging psychic abilities – which I guess is something that's coming like as she's becoming like in school now, like she's like 13, 14. Hmm. Um, so I guess she's getting psychic abilities. Did we know that any of the, not, I mean, everything we've had from anything that's Adam's family, she's like seven or eight. Yeah. But did, has anybody had powers? No, they seem somewhat indestructible. <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> and um, we know that they have like family members that are like, like, grand's like a uh, grandmama is like a fucking witch yeah that's true so, i mean we know that exists yeah. in there but we don't know like she doesn't she knows like potions and shit like yeah. that but she doesn't know she's not powers yeah well i guess maybe i guess does does it count as a power since uncle fester can channel electricity into like light bulbs <laughs> with just his mouth i mean like he's got some kind of like an electrical something going on he's there. just a potato <laughs> he's a potato <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a potato. Um, so, uh, so yeah, Wednesday's okay. attempts to master her emerging psychic abilities, thwarting a monstrous killing spree that has terrorized the local town, uh, and solving supernatural mysteries that embroiled uh, her parents over 25 years ago, all while navigating her new and very uh, tangled relationships of a strange and diverse student body at her school. It's called Nevermore, uh, the Nevermore Academy. Did they just copy, like they, they wrote the, like the Sabrina Netflix show synopsis down there on accident. I think, I think Tim Burton <laughs> watched Sabrina and was just like, you know, what? I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Have you ever that, heard of Am's family? Cause that really just sounds like the Sabrina. I, I've not watched the chilling adventures. I have the first, I have like the it. first, uh, the first trade on my comicsology to okay. read. Cause it was on there for the first few of them to right. read as unlimited, and I wanted to check it out. Um, and I also they, I've been wanting to uh, because I've been watching uh, that I told you about a little bit before that I was watching a lot of Twitch recently for uh, the the guy that streams a lot of the from software games uh-huh. like 
um, Dark Souls and Bloodborne. And those games are so steeped in lore and your lore that you get is so involved in you playing the games. But then I was searching it and I was like, I never really, I knew that they made a Dark Souls comic series, but I didn't know what all was out there. Yeah. And they, they have a full on, like a, a little mini uh, six uh, issue arc of Bloodborne as well. Like, yeah, kind of I, talks I read the too. first issue of Bloodborne. Yeah, it was I, really good, actually. So I had the whole trade. I, I picked it up. It, it was like, it was like a seven or eight bucks. It was okay. on sale. So I went ahead and picked it up. Yeah. That has like all six issues in there. And I got the first uh, the first trade for Dark Souls because it has uh, it's not just like a short it's it's gone on oh um, nice. to kind of it's not a steep mini in the, yeah it's steep into like the lore and everything about it because it has so many games I guess there's just so much shit to kind of right. dive into but I always found it really unique and and the stories behind those games were really cool and I was just kind of like it'd be really neat if they did have a, a comic book about like Bloodborne to kind of know a little bit more yeah about what's kind of going on the background of it but then yeah. they found out that they did and I was and just I, like it's fucking rad have you read any of it yet the not Bloodborne? yet I've got it downloaded I said I just the, it and it's not it a spoiler or anything but. I mean, I've played the game, so I know this principal story of stuff. And I don't know anything about it at sure. all. But, like, I've never seen a video game comic done this way. Mm-hmm. It's like, he dies a couple of times in there and restarts from his starting spot. Yeah. In the story. Like, sure. in the, and then, like, yeah. he's like, I'm back here again. Like, and just kind of, like, yeah. goes through it. And they, they shorten it, like, when he when he goes through the same parts that he's already been through, they kind of shorten it. Like, like, yeah. Kind of like a, yeah, 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 I know what to do kind of a thing. Uh, but I thought I was like, that's interesting. Yeah. I've never seen that done. Which is, is that is very video game esque, but also from a story standpoint of like Bloodborne or Dark Souls, because it always has that kind of a thing in like Bloodborne, for example. Um, your nexus that you kind of as like a hub world go back to is like a dream world that's like a weird state inside of the 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 hunter's mind. Oh, I see. Um, called the hunter's dream. And that's where you would go to, like, upgrade your weapons and stuff like that. So, like, as you die and you go into the Hunter's Dream, you always come back to the last lantern that you lit. So, it's always like you're coming out of your dream state and you're waking back up where you were last, you know, come back from. Yeah. So, it kind of has, like, that kind of a story beat that's tied to it and stuff. Speaking in uh, Tim Burton adjacent type news, did you see that they have... uh, Adjacent born? They've greenlit a, a Nightmare Before Christmas sequel. No, in book form, uh, young adult uh, book form, uh, and it I will. Think I might have read a little something about this. It's a uh, remember like everything. Sally's story. It'll kind of be yeah. like after, like, after everything's like, done. Yeah, right after they got together, and it sounds like there's going to be like these monsters or something that's unleashed or let out of something uh, that wreaks havoc on Halloween Town and everything. And I was like, that's interesting. I thought it was going to be a movie, and I was like, really, they're going to do that as a sequel that seems like okay whatever i'm not like one of those people that's yeah. like stay away from my sequels or uh, stay away from my childhood i never got to play matter. it but i would like to be able to have it doesn't have to be a full-on remake but an hd maybe port because they can always touch it up now just barely doing a yeah. bunch and stuff but just like a little hd port either on pc or something like that of the the oogie's revenge oogie's revenge i never yeah. got to play it i never and i've either. watched gameplay of it uh they actually somebody um it's hard game to find yeah on on um on SGDQ last year, because mm-hmm. um, they did it as a as a from home event and stuff, because mm. um, the reunion tour going right. on. Yeah, um, they did one person was did a speed run of it and it took them like an hour and thirteen minutes to plow oh. through the whole thing. And I was just like, this game looks legitimately fun. It's it's a it's cool. a, a action adventure hack and slash thing because he's got that like mm-hmm. green jelly thing that he like uses to slash and the whole like principal mechanics behind everything with like the double jump and the different abilities that you learn and stuff. I was just like, 
this is like a fucking Nightmare Before Christmas meets God of War, like early God of War, nice. and that's rad as shit. Yeah. And I was just like, I would love to play this, like as a nowadays thing. I was just like, even if it's just like a, a slight little HD touch right. up or something, just pop it on Steam for like 20 bucks. I'm sure a ton of people would buy that. I've been looking for it. Especially since it's so rare. Yeah. It's, it's not one that you can just find at any kind of used game shop and... If you want to ever try to find, like, buy it used, it goes for, like, hundreds of dollars. Yeah, even emulations of it are are hard to come by. Really? Yeah. It's like the guy that was playing it had a PS2 copy of it and was playing nice. directly from a PS2 yeah. version of it and stuff. Because his stream was, like, all, like, obviously his cam was, like, 1080, but his, his stream was, like, all 480. And, yeah. like, they changed out the way it was, like, laid out mm-hmm. and stuff for the thing because it was in a separate set. For sure. But yeah. yeah, I thought that was kind of neat, and I was—I would always love to play that. Yeah. try that out because that's supposed to be like, quote unquote, Jack's sequel. Like, it's this like is the, what happens the after next thing, yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome to see. It'll like, be from yeah. Sally's perspective. I, I wonder if we'll be... actually be able to see anything about like their kids and stuff too. In this. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like it's directly after. I don't know how how quickly it takes to make a child uh, in nine Halloween months. Town. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's nine months. Is that what it is? I wasn't familiar. Nine months of Abe, Nintendo Direct. Yeah, um, that that was supposedly big. I kind of scrolled through it and didn't see a lot that I was interested in. No, and that was kind of a thing. Like everybody, this is the first full direct we've had in a little over a year. It's been like a year and two or three months, I think. If seems I'm not like mistaken. there's been a lot of mini directs. Yeah, there's been a lot of minis, a lot of like little indie world type things and, and stuff like big that. But nothing. Like this is supposed to be like fifty. This was like fifty-two minutes long. I gotcha. And there's but there's been big announcements since last year, since a year ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, like I mean, all, it, there's, all like, the Mario that's stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like and, we had. Paper Mario that was announced in a mini, technically. Yeah, I mean that was like a thirteen-minute little short, and we had like a minute, like a right. two and a half minute trailer of that that was just in there that was just like, hey, it's coming out in a month and a half. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you can say there was big announcements since then for sure, but everybody's been clamoring for a full direct because typically in full directs, that's whenever we'll announce things like, oh, I don't know, maybe like a Switch Pro or a Super Switch, yeah, or. Uh, since this is the 35th anniversary of the Legend of Zelda, maybe something like a lot of people were anticipating, like a Legend of Zelda collection, kind of like how we had the Mario one, um, something to the, of that ilk. You know, um, we kind of started off. We had Smash Brothers was uh, showcased. Uh, they introduced new characters that were from the Xenoblade Chronicles universe that were thrown into mm-hmm. it. Um, that kind of disappointed people right off the bat because that's not really we weren't clamoring for characters uh, from Xenoblades. Gotcha. We've already got like one or two in there anyways from I that. See. So it wasn't necessarily something that people were really kind of dieharding for. Um, but that's something that's kind of cool and interesting that's coming down there. I have my highlights that I got from here um, that I that I so no Sora still no Sora yet. No. <laughs> uh, one of the other ones that they showcased on there was uh, Star Wars Hunters supposed to come. That's out. That's the only thing I cared about in the entire late, announcement. Late uh, 2021. It's a team based team based multiplayer game uh, featuring a diverse array of Star Wars characters, and it's free to play. Yeah, um, it'll be on Switch, I believe, iOS and Android as well. So, is this you think um, a freemium game? Right, but is that like is it going to be a like Mortal Kombat style, like Mortal. like like no? Side no I think it's going to be more fight, or I think it's going to be more of along like the, the Battlefront kind of. No, layout. not even that. I think it's going to be more of like the ilk of like an Overwatch. You'll have like four v four, six v six kind of a thing. Okay. So but smaller like, scale, you'll have heroes that'll have specific powers. They had that with Battlefront, though, right? Like there were there were like, right, but Battlefront's like the heroes 16 and villains. versus sixteen. You know what I mean? Like you have like thirty two person combat. I gotcha. 
I got you. Yeah. There's so not like smaller this scale is a smaller of scale of that because you're going to have something. I always played by myself, so I didn't have Ooh. in Battlefront. So I never really, I was always like the the hero versus the bad guys or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I, I just meant like specifically, I think that's kind of the way they're kind of going. So through. it'll be like, a, it'll be you know, along those And lines. then they'll eventually like have more heroes that you'll be able to unlock and stuff okay. like that. Not as big of a game like they have with like, an Apex Legends or Fortnite where it's like a big map kind of a thing. It's just a, you know, a large scale map. It's like paintball. Kind of. Yeah. You can think of it that way, I guess. <laughs> yes. That's how uh, I want to think of it. Yeah, however you want to do it. <laughs> it's like a warehouse building with like four guys on so either it's, side. It, it's good that you dumb it down for the people that have no idea what I'm talking about as far as video <laughs> games go. Have you, you guys that don't play video games, you seen paintball, you know how that works. <laughs> You Catch get a little shooty, 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 bang, bang guns. You shoot them, and then the the paint explodes, and then they get bruises. Yeah. It's like that with Star Wars. Cool. Uh, Project Triangle Strategy <laughs> coming oh out in 2022. Sounds this horrible. is similar to and from the uh, the same team that made Octopath Traveler. Okay. Um, but this is more of like a tactics-based game. So you think of something along the lines of like a Final Fantasy Tactics or Advanced Wars or something of that kind of ilk, and that's mm-hmm. kind of what you got with it. Um octopath traveler was initially project octopath traveler and it was like it's project octopath traveler until we get the name so part of everybody's kind of like wondering like are we going to have a game just called triangle strategy because that sounds real dumb <laughs> and it's called circle circle dot dot <laughs> now i've got my goody shot uh the Espedi- uh ben esposito of uh donut county fame and several other indie titles has a new game coming out called neon white it'll be released this winter um, this is a more, it seems like kind of almost like an anime-esque flavor to it, but it's a first-person action game that's like crazy lightning fast, and it's about exterminating demons from heaven, and you are a demon yourself, but you are an assassin hired by heaven to come up there to kill other demons. Gotcha. It looks crazy over the top, but the game, like the art style and everything of it and the fast-pacedness of it, I was just like, this is actually like crazy unique in the way that it looks and the way that it plays and stuff. And I feel like from not just Donut County, but other games that he's done in the past, um, because he used to work for um, that game company, the people that did like Flower and stuff like that as Mm, well. mm -hmm. Um, Because all these other ones like Donut County and others that he's done past that are all kind of solo projects of his. Um, He's really good at having a really well done polished game and it has like a layer of comedy to it and stuff like that. This seems more like kind of like a more serious take that we're going to get from him. Gotcha. Um, and that very like high end, almost like anime esque kind of storytelling that he wants to do this mm-hmm. time around and stuff. But it looked polished enough, and I think if as long as it comes in at a decent price point, I'll I'll definitely want to check that nice. out. Um, Monster Hunter Rise, uh, we we knew about it's, Rise. it's coming out. Uh, oh, we knew about this. Yeah, we knew about it, uh, the tail end of last year. It's Monster it. Hunter games. I'm not sure about them still. Uh, they're pretty fun. I, I, I played one, and I was this just one like, is Rrr. more single player driven. It's not like like Monster Hunter World was more like fight alongside with your friends and stuff like that. This one you have the aid of like other companions that are AI or like a there's like a wolf companion that you get in this game and stuff too. And it's definitely a lot more story driven too. So it's not just kind of uh, go out and hunt monsters and get their skins so you can make new armor and shit like that. This actually like follows through suit with like a it's meant to be like a third person action adventure type of title. Gotcha. Um, that's coming out March 26th. No more heroes three, which I'm of course, you're all about it. I knew you would be August 27th. Definitely looking forward to that. I'm, I'm ready for some more Travis touchdown in my life. Uh, Mario golf, super rush, uh, coming out June 25th. Love Mario golf. 
I've never played a Mario Golf game. Me neither. <laughs> never played a golf game. This, this mechanic that has that's in like the versus mode that looks nuts to me. Though. Really, it has a mode that's like it's basically kind of like the rush mode that's on there is you play with like it's a multiplayer thing, so you play up to four people on a map mm-hmm. online or locally, and you're hitting the ball, wait until it lands, and then you actually take control of the character and you can sprint. And do kind of like almost Mario Kart things where you can throw items at your enemies, at the, at the other opponents. Uh-huh. They kind of knock them off their game. And you're rushing to try and get to the ball to hit it to get into the hole first. So it's like a race to... Race yeah. to get a first hole, like to, to so get your like, ball in before anybody else's. That's wild. Is yeah. that how they've always been? No, not at all. This is just a new mode for the game. It has a traditional like oh. golf mode and stuff like that too. Like, you know, standard golf and stuff would. Okay. But this is just like a new like little kind of wrinkle into the gameplay hmm. as they had like for a multiplayer yeah. for it and i was just like that's fu- sounds fucking crazy balls <laughs> that is kind of cool uh we have the announcement of splatoon 3 i haven't played a single one of them uh they're pretty enjoyable i don't well think, i take that I, I only played, i've done it i just don't I, like it i played the fir- a little bit of the first one i played a lot of the second one on switch once it came out and that was that was pretty fun that was in the window on switch whenever uh, Breath of the Wild had come out, and then they hadn't really had a bigger AAA title apart from Arms. And mm-hmm. I never played Arms; I just didn't really care for the way that it looked. Like, not that it looks bad, but I just didn't really care to play. You're not it. a big fan of Arms? No, no, not. I, I really don't like You'd Arms. They're just weird. Have shoulders, they're, they're, hands. Dang, they're dangly. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, just the shoulders with hands attached. They're just kind of flapping yeah. around. Um, no, it, it's it's definitely was like a, something that I picked up just because I was like, I need another game that I really want to play a lot of, and it filled that gap pretty well. It was a really fun multiplayer. Uh, mechanic for those that you that are listening that have never played or seen Splatoon, you play as these uh, these characters called Inklings, um, and essentially you have different types of weapons that shoot out paint. And the whole premise of it is, whenever you go into like this multiplayer match, which would be like a four v four, you go out and you cover the playing field with as much of your color paint as you possibly can. And then whenever you see an enemy, you shoot them, and obviously uh, with like the paint guns, or you hit them with like the uh, like a paint roller or something yeah. like that. And uh, whenever they they die or they'll respawn or whatever eventually, but whenever they die, they kind of explode into your color paint in like a big way and they cover that area. So it's definitely worth fighting your opponents too at the same mm-hmm. time while you're doing it because it's another way just to kind of cover that surface area. But that's kind of like the principle of the game. It's almost like the whole game is like one big game of like capture the flag, but the flag is the entire map. Yeah. Um, so it, it's, a, pretty, it's pretty unique. There's not like, a lot of games that do anything like that at all. It's like the, uh, on Tony Hawk, they would like you, paintball. You'd play that. It's like paintball. You In that there's paint. <laughs> the, uh, no, the, uh, didn't Tony Hawk had a mode where you did like red and blue and like you would play yeah, like two you, player and yeah, you, you cover like trick you, on it. Yeah, you grind you, on that yeah. rail and it becomes blue and then exactly. somebody else can grind on it. It becomes red. You just I don't shoot that. anybody. Absolutely. With your skateboard. Yes. You do not shoot people with skateboards. <laughs> That is probably not, best. not advised. <laughs> uh, and then probably the last well, the last announcement was Splatoon 3, which kind of was like a little bit of a uh, for me because I'm just like, I don't know if that I necessarily need more Splatoon right now. They keep adding in shit. The two. I mean, they could keep doing that. And the game looks the exact same as what Splatoon 3 was. I see. They didn't really do too much of like a big graphical upgrade to mm-hmm. it or anything. So I don't really know. Um, the Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. That was kind of our Zelda announcement that we had for uh, for this coming out i see um with the hd port it's obviously uh 60 frames a second hd graphics at 1080p whenever it's docked 
the incorporation that I was looking for was pro controller support. Um, they do not have that. They are still all about the motion control because the full principle of uh, Skyward Sword was whenever they added in that Wii Motion Plus That's to right. the Wii Motes. Um, and then you could actually, it picks up like wrist movement and stuff as well. So mm-hmm. you would have more intricate sword slashes um, for the enemies because they would actually have enemies that specifically would like hold up the sword and block you in a specific oh, direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you would have to slash the opposite direction to be able to make like a direct hit. Yeah. Um, so like that was kind of a huge gameplay mechanic as well as uh, using the nunchuck controller. Um, so they have improvised or improvised. They have improved upon that with the nunchucks, making the motion control that much more seamless, actually. So you don't necessarily have to have like a specific area that you're pointing to like the bar. Yeah. It just picks it up and knows it automatically because that IR blaster is like better. Crazy good. Yeah. Um, on top of that, they actually have limited edition uh, Joy-Cons that they're launching alongside uh, the game that you can pre-order now as well. Um, so your your left stick, which would be your your shield traditionally, is uh, it, the the nunchuck has like the logo and emblem of the shield on it, and then the uh, the right is meant to look and be more inspired from like the Master Sword, because um, this is the whole Skyward Sword game is actually where the story for Legend of Zelda proper in a timeline since starts like this is the earliest iteration. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, Skyward Sword got kind of like a, a lot of like, uh, it was kind of slated just because it was uh, slighted because it was very much. So a, like a very handholdy game. I see. I think they had a tendency it's like for to, new people. Maybe like, I think so. I, I, there was a lot of people that didn't like how much it held your hand as you know, like a, Legend of Zelda is primarily an adventure game that kind of was just like go out into the world and try and figure go things adventure. out on your own. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, don't tell somebody to be like, hey, okay, now whenever you open up this temple, you know, don't find the sweet new unique mechanic that opens it up or something like that. Uh, I'll show you how to do it. So that way you know how to open the door for the temple. You don't have to figure it out on your own at all. I see. Does that like the entire time? Ah, so a lot of people were just kind of like, yeah, I don't like the fact that it's handheldy. Sounds and then their like answer, game. their answer to it was just like, hey, here's Breath of the Wild. You can literally do whatever the fuck you. Want. So uh, <laughs> before, so Skyward Sword came out, Skyward and then Twilight S-word. Twilight Princess was after that. No, Twilight Princess was before Skyward Sword. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Twilight right. Sword launch. Twilight, Twilight Princess Sword. Was, <laughs> was like the Wii title. Yeah, it, it came out on both GameCube and Wii. That's it was right. the GameCube is like end of life thing. So oh, okay. they came out in two thousand six, I believe. Okay, so it was just it came out for both mm-hmm. as a launch title as well because it incorporated motion controls as well, but it wasn't as intuitive as what you got with Skyward Sword. I Skyward see. Sword came out in two thousand eleven, if I'm not mistaken. Gotcha. And that was it, it launched like specifically with that Wii Motion Plus because it was like. Like the whole mechanic, they were really was, yeah. It was just like you're gonna have to use this in able like in order to play because there's no way you can play with a regular controller to do the movements you need to do. I see. So there wasn't actually there was never a title that was released on Wii U direct like by itself. No, that was not. Everything that was on Wii U, I believe, were both ports. Were just ports. Yeah. So you had the Wind Waker HD, and I think. Was Twilight Princess HD on there as well? I think so. It must have been. Yeah, I forgot that they did a, a Wind Waker. That was kind of the big thing. Was like the Wind Waker port, wasn't it? Like that yeah, was that, kind that, of, that was kind of like a that that was essentially like a launching point for them for for for, uh, for the Wii U. Wii U, yeah. yeah. It was kind of like a big 
big reason to get it. Yeah. They even had the whole like custom console. And that's the one that I had whenever I oh, got my okay. Wii U was the one that was like had the the Triforce on it and had like all these different etchings and stuff that were all along the sides to make it look extra. Etchings? Pretty cute, cute pretties. Gotcha. Do you play in the snow at all? Uh, no. Were you an informer? A, a snow informer? Or were you like, informer? I don't know what you by Informer. Lick a boom boom now. That was the name of that song. That's what it was called? Informer, yeah. It's by Snow, was the artist. Oh, see, I didn't catch it's that. It's a rapper, yeah. I'm glad you taught me. Yeah, rapper uh, Snow, who is a uh, Canadian Caucasian fella uh, who was a uh, a Jamaican rapper. Yeah. Yeah. They make a lot of those now. It's an Informer. I feel like there's probably a lot of them that are out and there. And he does say Licky Boom Boom now. Licky boom boom now. Or down. Licky boom 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 down. down. I think. What does that mean? Um, Like I lick your butthole, but I'm licking it down. If I remember right, the uh, he had said that it was like a it was what's that called? Like a like a slang Mm -hmm. uh, in like his area. I don't remember what it was for. It was like maybe you were like getting caught by the cops or something. I don't remember. Licky boom boom now equals getting caught by cops. (laughs) Would have never guessed that one. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Can I tell you a secret? Absolutely. Fucking hate the snow. Always. (laughs) Always. <laughs> Why? It's pretty to look at, but I don't want to do anything with it other than that. I don't want to do anything with it. Nope. No? Did not want to go out. Did not want to shovel. No, I, I can't imagine that. Like, I love the cold and, like, the winter. And, oh, I like, like cold. And, uh, and I like the winter weather and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I want to live. What about Winter's Avenue? I want to live in a city. Yeah. Up north. Like, sure. So Chicago. No, not like Chicago. Detroit. No, I was thinking more of like Canadian oh, cities, like like it's very Toronto. far up no, north. Yeah. Not even so much so it's not in our country. Correct. Okay. Uh, like like a Toronto. Vancouver. Yeah, or Vancouver. You could be in a movie nice. if you're in Vancouver. Yeah, you never know. Or a CW show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or even like a like a you know like a New York City is is a New is York a, City is a northern <laughs> city. Um, but like where the roads get cleared. Mm-hmm. But like you still get to enjoy winter weather. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that's sure. That seems like something I would be into. Yeah. You're saying you wouldn't want to live in a place that's completely unprepared for winter weather, a la Texas. Correct. Yes. Unfortunately, Dude, one of yeah, the best videos that I saw out of the whole like winter COVID Mageddon, whatever the people were called. Snow sn- uh, Snowvid. Snowvid twenty twenty one. That's what they called it. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. What COVID had to do with the winter weather? But I, I guess mean, it was just like because it's it still going on. Sucks so. already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was this girl who was in Texas and was in a parking garage, and she was coming out of her apartment complex that goes into the part. It said parking garage, um, and she goes in there. Literally, is the only car that is parked in her entire garage. Everybody uh-huh. else is elsewhere. She comes out and she's crying and she's filming herself on this. This uh, it was on TikTok. It was on and she was filming herself. She was just like literally. This entire fucking parking lot, everywhere that you go. And she showed it like everywhere. It was just completely clear. The one spot that she parked at, a pipe had busted directly above where it was at that had water that was running up to something that was like a sink or somewhere in, inside oh, the parking no. complex that was a yeah. bathroom that was tied to it. And it had like her entire car was just a giant block of ice. She couldn't get into it. There was, there's, there was no fucking way. Oh, Everything was frozen so solid. From that thing down, it was just all around on top of her car, covering it. Like they would have had to have like took a torch to it or or chipped away at or it. Or de-icer. For, how? How? Uh, no. No way. No. 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 I mean, 
I mean, encased seen, in ice. I've seen de-icer work pretty good on like door frames. No, 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 no. No, I don't think you understand. I mean, like it would be. This is like three foot of ice. Yeah, that gets to to the door. Oh wow! Like it completely encased. Not like I'm gonna spray some de-icer on some stuff and try yeah. to pry my door open. I have to chip like I'm chiseling ice away to get into it. Wow. Like it was fucking crazy the way it looked. Yeah. Like it was just a torrential downpour of water just on her car and huh. it just kept freezing, kept freezing. I was just like, that is nuts. I've never seen a car that was like that. It looks Jeez. like something that you would see in like, what was that? The uh, post-apocalyptic movie that was kind of. Day After the, Tomorrow? No, yeah. There's the, it was. Never saw Hall it. in it? Yeah. Yeah, that one. So I know who's in it. I know what it's called. Yeah. Never seen it. Yeah. I just remember. I remember the. I, I watched it, and then like everything where the snow was at, because it was so much, so much snow from like the storm and everything or yeah. whatever. That was like they were walking on snow, and it was as high as like the Statue of Liberty's yeah. hand. And where they were walking at one point in time in the movie, they like fall into a building, but it's like the roof of this like giant coliseum or not coliseum, like an arena. Yeah, and they like bust through, and he's like dangling, and it's like. Um, like hundreds of feet and stuff like below him yeah. it's like where the ground's at all of a sudden huh like it look look like that level of like ice coverage on like some of the cars and shit that you would see in that movie wow yeah it's wow. fucking nuts it is nuts i'm <laughs> glad it's melting <laughs> yeah uh what have you been doing anything fun no besides playing in the snow i've i i didn't play in the snow you didn't play in the no snow? I oh you were just you were just opening up with it <laughs> I thought maybe it was because you played in the snow and you were asking me if I No, well. not at all. I was trying to tell that snow joke. Snow joke. <laughs> <laughs> I feel New Zealand.
to come to me. Trust in anyone has been thrown out to the wolves. Everything I worked for and everything I hoped could be seems as though it is never coming back. Around again. Satan is waiting.